Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, and it is another edition, a fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio as the NBA playoffs begin today. Woo! (laughs) Very cool, man. The play-in games were exciting. I wasn't sure about it when they first set it all up. I don't like the playing games. I think it's ridiculous. Of course you don't like well, no, it. No, listen, no, there's there's too many teams already in the playoffs as it is. For years, for years we complained. It's like, oh, they let 16 teams in the NBA playoffs. So then Adam Silver's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to allow a couple more teams to have a chance to get in the playoffs. They already have a playing tournament. It's an 82-game regular season. There is no need to tack on these games at the end. It is a waste of time, and at least make them fair. I mean, the the, the blink. The blink. You sound like a sports guy. What's the word? What's that? Like a, like a savant? Curmudgeon. No, I'm not a curmudgeon. I'm, I'm a realist is what I am. You can't handle the truth. Okay, curmudgeon. I learned that in the movie. No. I mean, the the NBA. Oh, jeez. I'm at at the point now with the NBA where I can't wait for the tell-all book to be written. It's like, by the way, your entire life watching the NBA, it's all just – it's professional wrestling. It's all – Lakers getting 17 foul shot attempts in the second half. To three. I, I know. Come on. I, no, ben, no, no, come on. Ben, ben, you could take the fun out of Disneyland. I swear to God. Well, for you, I understand. If I was a Laker historian, I would not want the truth being talked okay. about either. So that's right, that's boy. how you listen. That's how you push down the truth. You dismiss the truth tellers uh, out there, the, 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 the people that speak the gospel. I just kind of hate. <laughs> Are we turning this into a sporty podcast? This is not, we're not supposed to talk sports on this podcast. Oh no. my god, the numbers just spiked, but in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. I can hear the podcast click, click, 
it's, like, it's clickbait, but it's the other kind of clickbait. Let's say this. Why can't you just say, yeah, great basketball. It's fun right now. Let's watch. No, nah, it wasn't fun. No, I mean, I watch. I have to watch. That's it. See, the thing you don't understand, Danny, if I did not have this job, I would watch about 2% of NBA games. But this time of the year, now that the playoffs are here, every night, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a couple of different NBA games on every night. And uh, just just wonderful. Just absolutely wonderful. Uh, the the so Schroeder three-pointer happened. It was glorious. Get over it. I thought the Anthony Davis foul, which was the only time Minnesota shot okay. foul shots in the yeah. entire second half and overtime, I thought that was glorious because the Lakers played perfect defense. They didn't foul anyone. Anybody on the Clippers is a, is a half of what Kobe Bryant is. In, they unless they, unless they didn't, my fat ass. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we've got Tater Hater, Walk This Way, Bring In The Clowns, Back Scratcher, and Scientifically, and we'll jump right in with this. So if you follow me on social media, you know that I was very busy in the kitchen last week. It was a, a big night. Now, from... Talking to you, Danny, and, and over the last couple of years we've been doing the Fifth Hour Podcast, I talk about my adventures in the kitchen. Uh, I was a bachelor for a long time. I knew how to do nothing other than make microwave popcorn and a TV dinner. That was my experience with the kitchen. And in recent years, I've had an epiphany because I'm cheap and I don't like the cost of food when I go to restaurants. And so I've decided to learn how to cook. And it's a it's a good skill to have. My mom was a was a master in the kitchen. She was a ninja in the kitchen, but I didn't really learn from her because she cooked for me. I ate, I got fat, and uh, but but now I've I've picked up the habit. It's it's a hobby. I have a good time with it on the weekends, and I, I mess around. But this last weekend was the most adventurous I've gotten in the kitchen. I've made cookies and desserts and things like that, but I have not gone down this road. Now I've made meals before. My meals consist of cheesesteak, of chicken fingers, of uh, chicken uh, Alfredo, things like that. But this, a whole new frontier. So it it was uh, Passover, the Jewish holiday Passover, and I am a great cultural Jew. And so I uh, celebrate Passover, although really since my mom passed away a decade ago, my, my Passover celebrations have not been prolific. But I'm trying to get back into it. Why not? And I do like the Passover foods because I grew up with them and they remind me of my parents and my family. And so it's it's really a sentimental thing more than anything. Like if I didn't grow up eating these foods, I probably would not want to eat matzah because it's pretty disgusting if you you don't have a taste for it. But anyway, so. Oh, sir, what was your mom's standout dish for Passover? Well, she made brisket. That was the go-to. It was brisket. It was all day in the oven. And my mom would tell me that uh, she'd she'd have to prepare the brisket. And it took a big, you know, she upselled. Uh, she upsold how <laughs> how many hours it took and all that. So I was like, all right. So I've got a couple of cousins that my, my brothers moved away. Most of my family uh, is either dead or they don't live here. So I don't have a lot of family in the area. But I have a couple of cousins. And so it was like, yeah, well, we'll have our kind of faux Passover dinner. And it didn't actually happen when it was supposed to happen because the way Passover works, if you're not Jewish, you have a couple of seders the first couple of nights. And, and th- those are the big nights. So I was working and 
my my religion right now is mostly my job. I'm trying to keep my my bills paid. So I didn't take a night off. Could have taken a night off and done it, but I waited until the weekend. And we put together the menu on a, uh, you know, the foods I remember, the foods I love. So I made, for the first time ever in my life, I made uh, matzo ball soup, the uh, the traditional matzo ball soup. And then I made a brisket, Benny's brisket, for the for the first time ever. And I, I went online. I, now, I tried to find a great recipe. My, my brother, who lives in Wisconsin, had kept my mom's recipe. So he, I, I could not find my mom's recipe for the matzo ball soup, but I did get the recipe for the brisket. So I made the brisket. That was the outline though, Danny, I decided to honor my mom. I would start with her recipe, but then I would add my own, my own touch to uh, crank it up a couple of notches, right? To add my own flavor to it, to make it more of my own. And so I followed the recipe. We, we went to Costco. We didn't go to a kosher butcher. We went to Costco. Did you know they sell brisket at Costco? I didn't know this. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Unreal. Mass these briskets, they they range in price from like fifty bucks to a hundred dollars, over a hundred dollars. They're massive. It's like the whole freaking side of a cow. It's 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 craziness. I didn't even know you could do this at Costco, but sure enough, we went in and I was having a small gathering, so I bought the cheapest brisket I could find, Danny. <laughs> which was still <laughs> Like a fifty dollar brisket, it was it was still very I thought kind of expensive. So I, I got that. Followed the recipe. This thing was so big it would not fit in the oven at the Maller Mansion. This brisket, so I ended up having to cut the brisket in thirds. That's how big this thing was, and it was the cheapest one they had at Costco. Did you use like a huge butcher's knife for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was like the boss, man. I felt like it was. Uh, Benny the Butcher. And I was like, I cut that thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. Now I, I, my testosterone was flowing. I was like, oh, this is awesome, man. Like a real man. I'm cutting meat. This is great. So I, I got that. Cut that meat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so Danny, I mean, the, the recipe was rather simple. I've actually made things that turned out to be more complicated. The problem was the size of the meat. That's a big hunk of meat. Uh, that is a lot of meat. And it's pretty <laughs> It's pretty simple. You just basically you you put this ketchup of all things. These European Jews who came up with the brisket recipe, they were very poor, and so they didn't have a lot of stuff. So they just like rub ketchup all over the brisket, and then it's basically salt, pepper, ketchup, and then there's a few other spices that you put in there, and you make this mix. There's a uh War- Worcester sauce. You know, in Boston they call it Worcester, but in the rest of us call it Worcester. Worcester sauce. Yeah, whatever. So you put that on there, and uh, you mix it all together. And my, then- my grandma used to threaten us that she would put that on our fingers or thumb if we sucked on them when we were little kids. So, so this is great. So I went to the store to buy. We did not have any of the sauce, so I went to the store to buy the uh, the, the sauce, and I wasn't sure how much to get. So I bought. Oh no! <laughs> I bought. <laughs> Yo. It was like a ten-gallon drum of 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 this. Uh, you bought enough to teach an entire kinder care class. Yeah, what's so, up as far as thumb sucking? So it seemed like a good idea, and then I got to. I looked at the recipe, and I, I you needed about this much. I have a lifetime supply of this shit, so I'm good as long as it doesn't expire. I'm good for the rest of my life if I make brisket. Uh, a very little amount. So everything was going great. I made the the, the soup. 
uh, and the, the brisket dowel. Everything was going great until I became a tater hater, Danny, because it was not a perfect cooking expedition as I was peeling potatoes. I mistakenly peeled the skin off my pinky finger on my left hand. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, so I'm gushing blood in the kitchen. But I want you to know, Danny, unlike your typical NBA player, I could have shut it down and said, ah, load management, I got a rest, I got an injury recovery. But I I washed it off with hot water. I slapped a Band-Aid on it. I then put rubber gloves on and continue. And if you were Zion, you would have mentally not been ready. Oh, if I was go back into the kitchen, Danny, if I was Zion, I would have missed the next five Passovers. The next five years, I would have missed because I'm just not right. I'm just not right. Yeah, you're not feeling like Ben. Yeah. So I took the russet, uh, rusted, whatever they're called, uh, potatoes there, and I peeled them and put them in. Uh, and, the bloody uh, potatoes. But there's still the moment, and anybody that's, that cooks knows this, you, you know the feeling like you've made the meal, you think you've done it right, but you don't really know until it's served and then people eat it. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm going to poison my cousins. I'm going to now poison the people that are here to eat the meal. But fortunately, people liked it. They ate. I didn't even get to eat a lot of the brisket. That's the part that pissed me off also. Like, they were all eating it. I'm like, wait a minute, I made the fucking thing. You know, I was like, I should be the one eat. But but anyway, I was like, fine, enjoy. And I had mostly mostly soup. That was mostly how I did it. And uh, and then I got done, and I, I walked this way, Danny. I walked this way, away from the table, and then I laid down. That's what I did. Yeah, hopefully you walked the other direction I was walking, because for our Easter Sunday, we loaded the kids up all the way into Malibu. It was a beautiful, sunny day in ventura slash la county until we actually got to malibu it was fogged in you the worst right when the weather is perfect on the 101 freeway but then you get to the one freeway in malibu wah, 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 all the fog around you like you're uh what is it moro rock moro bay yeah the moro yes. bay, that rock there which is always covered in fog and this happens all the time people think it's always sunny in la if you're not from here you think it's great but you're right then how often i it's happened to me many times where I, i'm like it's a beach day it's like great it's like yes. 80 degrees and then you drive down to the beach and you're like what the heck we had frisbees beach chairs the nerf football we were ready to go the plan was we were going to go to duke's first which you have fond memories of. I do. I had my my when I got married. I've, we've told the story in the podcast before, but that was my wedding cake was the Duke's hula pie. I think it's called. Yeah, hula pie. I saw people eating it, and uh, I thought about you and your your misses. So we're like, okay, we'll wait our half hour. It was worth the wait. The food was good. We thought the sun would pop out at some point. No sunshine. So we get back in the car and we head towards Santa Monica. It's one of the only cities that has a pink berry. And I think we've talked about that magical frozen yogurt on our podcast before. Not sure why a lot of those closed down. It is so good. Well, they closed down because they put too many of them. They they went, they got carried away. There was a period. When was that? Was that the early 2000s? It was yeah, it was the early to mid 2000s. Yeah. Every they were like Starbucks. Everywhere you went, there was a pink berry. You couldn't go more I'm like a mile. Yeah, they were in every mall. 
That was insane. And now there's only like two or three left in Southern California. I know there's one in San Diego. Uh, there's one in Burbank. And there's, yeah, there's and there's one or two in Santa Monica. We follow the ways to the Pinkberry, find some parking in a Whole Foods parking lot. And uh, we see all the hipsters walking around Santa Monica. We're on foot now. We have to walk about a block to get to the Pinkberry from where we found parking. Instead of paying on the street, we found free parking. That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, all right, it'd be worth this little walk. I guess it was like two blocks up. I got my stroll on. I'm feeling good. I got a full belly from Dukes. But my wifey says, hey, hey, stop. She's like, we got to cross right here. I see it on the other side of the street. Okay, so I walk that way that she told me to. I get back into the crosswalk area, and I step down. This was not a normal crosswalk. My foot went down about a size of a shack shoe. Oh, boy. It was a water drain. No sign, no special color on the curb, nothing. And it looked like a regular curb from where we were standing. I'm not the only one who made the mistake. My pregnant wife takes a step down, almost falls. Oh, boy. And as I'm watching her to the right of me, I'm also stepping down deep onto the uh, concrete. And I did the ankle roll, the full-on LeBron James to the left, to the right. Anyone that's felt this, it's one of the worst feelings where your entire body weight shifts from one side to the other, and it feels like your ankle is a noodle. It's broke. It's broke. Instantly, I pulled up, and I was like, all right, we got we to gotta walk back over to the sidewalk. So now I'm standing there like an NBA player that needs the uh, – the dream team of uh, doctors and team trainers to run over and take a look at the ankle. But Ben, I toughed it out. Just like you getting the cut in the kitchen, I limped over to the Pinkberry. They had a white peach flavor that was amazing. <laughs> the entire time I was eating it, though, I was in severe pain. Oh! They'll put bags of ice in your Pinkberry bag. I used those bags of ice to support the ankle on the drive home. I'm glad to report that the next day I was able to put pressure on it. Well, this is a sign you're getting old. Uh, <laughs> as, as you know, uh, we're, we're around the same age, and things that used to be minor uh, are not minor anymore when you get to a certain age. it's I used to, I, I've talked about it. We used to kid around about comedians that did that, but it's like, it's actually kind of true. It's like, when this was happening, Danny, a couple of questions. Is it true that you thought maybe I've just won the lottery? I can now sue someone here and I can get a lot of money. And do I have a case? Which which attorney, which ambulance chasing attorney do I call? Do you think that at all? No, because we're not the kind of Californians that are despicable looking for ways to sue everybody around us. So I honestly, I didn't even think about suing anybody was everyone else goofing on you? Was it where they everyone like, well, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? You can't walk <laughs> off a curb. No, you know, fortunately, the kids were trailing. Okay. So they were on the side. They were on the part of the um, crosswalk where the drop off wasn't so bad. I got the worst of it. Thank God. What I was thinking is, thank God, my wifey wasn't in front of me because she would have then took a farther fall down. And then she would have been a roly poly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concrete. Now that would have been really bad. Yeah. Okay. So, did, they, did, did Pink Bear give you a purple heart for surviving the. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 
But I did. Uh, I felt bad at one point because I was sitting out in front of the Pinkberry and I had my shoe off, some ice on the ankle, and a little girl uh, with her mom walked past me and she told her mom, he has an owie. <laughs> oh, <that's sweet. laughs> yeah, and I was like, shut up, you little brat. <laughs> there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Pinkberry thing, a light bulb went off in my head when you're talking about the nostalgia of Pinkberry. It's been not quite 20 years, but close to it since they kind of disappeared. And it reminds me, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but did you ever eat at a place called Noggles, a Mexican restaurant called Noggles? Yes, yeah, that does ring a bell, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it. this goes way back, probably to the 1980s maybe. Uh, it, it, it was a Mexican restaurant in Southern California. I don't think it was anywhere else. Maybe it was, I don't know. But it totally went away. And it's... It's coming back slowly. There's a few locations. I think they have three locations now, and I believe they're all in in Southern California. And it's one of those things, if you're of the age where you went there when you were younger, you're like, oh, I'll make the drive to Fountain Valley to go eat Noggles or something, you know, because you, you, <laughs> you remember the menu, you have, a, you know, you flash back to your youth and all that. So at least in California, it was like that also with Chevy's for a little bit. Because they made their homemade tortillas. So I remember people would drive out of their way to find a Chevy's. Yeah. So Noggles was big for me because I like the gringo taco. And they right. sell gringo crunchy tacos. Racist. Which my uh, my friend Alex, may he rest in peace, uh, my my friend uh, Mexican guy, used to always give me a hard time for liking the the crunchy gringo taco but i do i like that and so they they sell they sell those and they had a pretty as i remember it they had a pretty good menu 
but I had not I've not been there in years. So I, I just when you when you mentioned Pinkberry, I thought of that. So here's an idea. We're gonna become rich, Danny. Not on this podcast, but how about this idea? We find some old brand from like the mid nineties that's gone, and then we bring it back from the dead like the Willie Mammoth. And all those people who were kids in the nineties are now all grown up. And they have a lot of money to spend on nostalgia. We'll make a killing. We'll make it. We'll, we'll make a killing on it. I like it. And you know, I looked it up right now. Pinkberry's headquarters are in Scottsdale, Arizona. They have two hundred and sixty left around the country. Oh, all right. Well, that's a big country. So two hundred sixty seems like a lot, but it's not. There's a locator. There's a Pinkberry locator. If you want to go to it, I want our listeners though to try it if they've never had it. I don't know what they do to that damn frozen yogurt, but it'll make you fiend like a crackhead. We call this here a little twin and twin twin. Oh, could be Coca-Cola. Put cocaine in there. Place <laughs> it up a little bit. So bring in the clowns. Bring in the clowns. I mentioned the last weekend, very productive weekend with the brisket, the chicken soup. Nobody died. Nobody got poisoned. But. We also had a little bit of a date day, Danny. Uh, took the wife out. A very rare date. Now, we, we go out and do stuff, but like a formal get-together. And uh, I had an opportunity to go see uh, Cirque du Soleil. Uh, oh, I saw your pictures. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Cortero, which has been in L.A. for a while. I think this weekend is the final weekend of that. So I... Uh, Went down to take part of that. I went to the Microsoft Theater. I'd never been to the Microsoft Theater. I had been around the Microsoft Theater right across the street from what used to be called Staples Center, but I had never been inside it. I've been around it. Have you ever been in that thing before? Have we have we talked about this? I don't know. Have you been down there? I don't think we've talked about this before. I have been in there for an R&B concert. Okay, so I had never been there before, and uh, it was... It was really nice. I was. It was. Uh, you know, a lot of bathrooms. the The food line was a little long. Um, my wife was like, "Oh, I'll get some food." I was like, "Yeah, you don't need food," but she wanted food. But uh, it was cool. I, I had a good time. I I miss the old days though. I I was longing for the circuses when I was a kid with the elephant shit and the the, the different you know the old animal acts because that's this is the only circus we have left. Like Barnum and Bailey's circus ain't coming back. So this is it. We've just got like human beings that are clowns jumping through the air and all that. And that's quite the show. And I am impressed. The, to me, these people are athletes that are in the circus because they are doing two shows. They had an afternoon and a night show on the weekends. I think Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe those days. I don't think it was during the week, but we were on a, I think it was a Saturday we went down there. And so they have an afternoon show that starts at 3.30. They do two hours and then they have a break for like 90 minutes, and then they do another two-hour show after that. That's a lot of flying and, and all that. And I mean, it's, it was crazy. Uh, so I was impressed by that. I was That was a good time, something a little different, a nice uh, – and she, my wife really uh, seemed to enjoy that. I, I think she wants me to do more of that stuff. Today. So if you have any ideas, anybody listening to the podcast, you listening, if you have any ideas on, on stuff like that, because I'm, I'm pretty much a – creature of habit danny i don't i don't go out of my comfort zone very often you know what i'm saying just the other day my wife told me you know what we've been eating at the same places a lot recently and i told her yeah that's because you don't want to try anything new anytime i suggest a new spot 
she says the same thing. Eh, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it or not. Yes. See, I'm like your wife in this regard. I'm the same way. My wife, my wife's kind of like you. She's like, oh, let's try some new places. I said, you know, she she reads these reviews online and she thinks every Yelp review is legit or she'll hear something from somebody she works with. She'll be like, this place is great. And I'm like, eh, you know, it's expensive. What if we don't like it? It's a waste of money. You know, and I know I like this, but I know if I go to Palermo's uh, Italian, you know, Italian restaurant, I'm going to enjoy it. Or if I go to Langer's Deli, I'm going to enjoy it. But if I go to somewhere else, I might not enjoy it. But I understand that you can't just keep eating the same stuff over and over. You, you do have to occasionally, occasionally go out and try some new stuff. Yeah, and the same with entertainment. You got to stick your neck out there a little bit. Yeah. If you have any suggestions, uh, I'm all ears here. I'm actually all headphones. We have the very popular but not very productive back scratcher, and this is where we beg you to post Something online on the Apple podcast page to help us out. And the last couple of weeks, we have pitched shutouts. This week, Danny, I'm going to ask you again. Do you think we had one review, three reviews, five reviews, or no reviews? Well, you don't sound that enthused. I'm going to say one, one review. Well, reveal answers. It turns out, Danny, that somehow we got three Oh, yes. Wow. Shocking. Yeah. So let's get right to the views. Cliff in Nashville. Our buddy Cliffy writes in. He says, totally enjoy the real fifth hour every weekend. Ben and Daddy G. Daddy. Have fresh, interesting content as well as in uh, insights on radio life behind the microphone. It's from Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. Give us five Thank stars. Thank you, Cliff. Cosmo Mark writes in from Parts Unknown. He says, Saturday's best wind down. Awesome show, as always. I listen every Saturday while working through the parks around my house. That's cool. Enjoy the parks. I love going to the park. Yeah, very cool. I liked going to parks when I was a kid, and then I stopped going to parks in my 20s and my 30s, but now I'm back to the parks. I'm a fan of the park. Your life goes full circle when it comes to parks. It does. I'm the... As my uh, my friends say, I'm the old dude at the park feeding the ducks. Although th- where I live now, you're not allowed to feed the ducks. But where I lived before, oh, man, I used to feed the ducks all the time. It was great. Loved it. That's my duck. Loved it. All right. Uh, next up is Gene. Also gave us five stars. He says, I've listened to the Ben Maller Show for 12 years. Holy crap. Never yeah. called in. He says he's never tweeted, but he's a loyal fan. And now I'm even more hooked on the real fifth hour with Ben and Danny G. He says, I guess some people listen while working or exercising, but I listen at the end of a busy day. Gene says, well, I sit back and relax with refreshment. What kind of refreshment do you think he goes for? Danny? Uh, whiskey. Whiskey. He says, it's like sitting in the pub with a couple of friends, listening to them chit chat about the many wrinkles. In the fabric of daily life, it's totally enjoyable and appreciated. Thanks. Well, thank you. God bless you, Gene. And I would like to point something out, not to nitpick, not with Gene, because I don't think Gene's done this before. But I have noticed, I think what's going on here, Danny, is on the podcast review page, some people are double dipping, but we're not getting credit for it. They're writing reviews. But if you've already written a review. Oh, I see. I think you're only limited to one review. you got to change your username. 
leave a review in a different name, I guess. I'm not sure how it works on the Apple page, but I have noticed like we're getting some new reviews, but the number's about the same. We're still 10 away. 10 away. For, we need 10 new people. And if we can't get 10 new people listening to this podcast, we're really doing something wrong here, Danny. We're doing something wrong. Maybe they shut our counter off because we were blowing up too much. This happened to me when I was affiliated with Clay Travis. Twitter didn't like him. So they shut off our counter for followers. So no matter how many new people follow me on Twitter, my number always stays the same. Thanks to Clay. But I get pulled over like a black dude when I'm driving around, no matter where I'm driving around. Oh, there you go. Well, I I have a feeling, speaking of Twitter, I have a feeling if you don't pay for Twitter, I think they're going to start cutting your followers and things like that. So I am debating whether or not to get off of it. Damn it. Yeah, I, I might just, I might skedaddle. I got to find something else. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I like Twitter. It's been good for the show, but it's, it's just a tool that we use. And I'm, I'm old enough. We used to, when I started in radio, we had the fax machine that was yeah. basically Twitter. I sound like a dinosaur with that. And then we had at Fox Sports Radio in the early days, we had the, uh, the text number you could, you could text into the show. And so now we have we have Twitter, and so uh, I'm fine with finding something else. I, I guess I got to look around. I haven't really done much research, opposition research on that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We have a little time left. And I did promise, let's get scientifical, Danny. So we will get scientifical on this podcast, a few science stories from around the deep, dark web. Well, there was a experiment that was recently done, Danny, that says you should never use a hand dryer. Do you use a hand dryer when you go to a, ba- a public bathroom? 
yeah, you stick the hands in, but you're not touching anything. It's like the touchless uh, car wash. Well, bad news, Danny. According to new research, uh, it has been determined that those hand dryers push bacterial aerosols from the bathroom onto your hands. So even though the people using it may be fine, they just wash their hands, the experiment showed that many of the machines blow microscopic poop onto your hands. Uh, well, fuck them <laughs> in your face because I carry hand sanitizer on my keys. And even when I leave a bathroom after washing my hands there, I still use my hand sanitizer every time. Okay. All right. Well, uh, according to a laboratory scientist, they went through, they revealed that the bacteria uh, they went through. I mean, we don't know what this stuff is, but the, the bacteria in this study, it, it showed E. coli, hepatitis, and fecal bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> the big three. Okay. I, I've never liked those air dryer things. Mm -hmm. I, I, I end up, what I end up doing is I use them and then I wipe my hands on my shirt anyway. So who the, what, what's the, what's the point of that? It's a last resort. If there's paper towels, if there's the option of paper towels, you always go that route. Yeah. Paper towels for the win. Here's a fun story. Here's good news for those freaking out about, global warming and you're all going to die. Uh, so now they say that there's a good thing about climate change. It is going, if you're a wine drinker, it's going to make wine sweeter and more alcoholic. Yeah. Nice. Experts might be 130 degrees, but that's yeah, fine. <laughs> Experts believe warmer temperatures will make wine sweeter and more jammy. They say the greenhouse gas emissions uh, they're supposed to be cut and all that. And you know, the we can get into a debate if you want about the, the global warming campaign and, and how that's been going on for uh, 70 years. And it's a great way to raise money. And uh, they've been the doomsday prophecies. If you ever want to fall down a rabbit hole on the Internet, Google science predictions, because in the 70s, I think it was global cooling. They said the world was cooling and we were all it was going to be an ice age. That didn't work, and now and now we're in the global warming thing. And yeah, I, I had somebody that works in that weather world tell me that the recorded history of weather, when they say a all time record high, that only goes back. Believe the number was 160 years to uh, I think the number was like the 18 1860s. They started keeping logs. Of the temperature. So, like, the planet's millions of years old. So, I generally think they're not necessarily on the on top of that. But what do I know? I don't know. I just do a podcast and all that. Well, here's good news. If you're worried about getting old, uh, the first anti-aging pills are set to hit the shelves in five years. 2028, they will be selling at your local pharmacy an anti-aging pill. Would you be one of the guinea pigs to take this right away, Danny? Or are you going to wait for other people to take this and then meet their demise? I think I would wait a few years to see if the guinea pigs are growing any new limbs. Yeah, you you want to wait for the first wave. You, you don't want to be the, the first one in the building. Yeah, you, you don't want to look like Justin Timberlake. Who? Well, if you enjoy brushing your teeth and you are a dude, consider yourself almost in the minority, uh, according to new research, 
Only 54% of uh, young men actually brush their teeth. What? On a daily basis. Parents, what are you doing? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, says more than 7 in 10 Gen Z and millennial men admit they, they need uh, an intervention when it comes to self-care. So they did this survey of people between the ages of 18 and 26, 27 and 42, and two in five, 42% revealed they need someone to confront them with their skincare, but that, you know, okay, whatever. The diet was at 42%. They also, the fitness was at 37%, but the, the, the one that a lot of people were shocked by was that 54% of people, young guys, uh, do not, or they brush their teeth daily, but they they don't. Uh, the, the 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 vast majority, when you think about the side by side percentage, that forty six percent do not brush their teeth daily. Crazy, man. Hygiene is underrated, big time. And this is uh, this is reminding me of that study that was done recently in the UK. Thousands of men were looked at as far as their cheat changing habits. Ah, the men enjoy me, and most of the guys. Did not change their sheets for six months. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, you, you can go a week or something, but you, you, any more than that is you're you're pressing yeah. luck. Is- like half of the men were like three to six months, which is just kind of gross when you think about it. Yeah, uh, we'll get out on this one. So this is actually good news if you're a fan of. If you're not a fan of pesticides, so there's a new research. This comes out of the United Kingdom, the UK, as we Americans like to call it, that a new product will be uh, be used that might end up replacing pesticides and keep bugs away. That new product is a perfume. A perfume. A scientist in the United Kingdom say they they have come up with a potion of complex chemicals produced and released by organisms to communicate and let others know they're looking for love. The pheromones can be created chemically, but it's often expensive and you know it creates toxic byproducts and all that. But the new process they've come up with, with farmers, uh, they say that this uh, likely will be used uh, before too much longer, and uh, that means instead of using the harmful pesticide, Danny, they will be using a nice, sexy perfume to kill all the bugs. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? I'm going to spray this on the next time I visit Yellowstone. I'd like that. It's We're getting into mosquito season soon here in California, and I would like to have a nice cologne to spray on that would scare the mosquitoes away. That would be wonderful. Be all about that. All right, we'll get out. Anything you want to promote, Danny? It's Saturday, NBA playoff action all day today. Baseball going on. Anything on your Yeah, man. It's just a, a relaxing Saturday if the weather permits. Gonna get outside. We were talking about the park earlier. Gonna get to the park today and shoot some hoops. And I may or may not end up in Lost Wages, Nevada. So I might make a return trip. Because I my last trip was not was not particularly great. <laughs> and Ben, I should point out, just less than a week ago, I was hobbling on one leg. Now I'm gonna be shooting some hoops. Is it me or is it Zion on the court first? It's me. Uh, he just wants to make sure he's Zion. Who me? 
<laughs> you just want to make sure you're Danny G. You just want to make sure you're Danny G. All right, have a great day. Remember, get the mailbag on uh, Sunday, a little Safari Kingdom on Sunday. We'll mix that in as well. And we will catch you next time. Later, skater. Bye, Felicia. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts